And now, first time ever, I'm wait, talking rolls. Wait. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> pee. Okay, we're gonna go pee and we're gonna come back. I love it. I'll see you guys in a minute. This is recording, so I'm just going to start talking, because it's going to be super nice, just in case anybody's listening, and Ryan's going to have time editing around this. I miss you boys. Hold on, who did I hear? Did I hear somebody? Guys, there's an ambulance outside. I hope everything's okay. How the that was a good pee. How it was a solid pee. Did we did Nine we out of ten. did we talk about horror movies at all in that? Yeah, yeah. no, we did. <laughs> we did, we did. Yeah. Oh, I miss you guys. Uh, thanks for thanks for having me on. By the way. Oh, thanks for coming on. This is fun. This is great. I uh, I think Ryan has always commented on um, we can never call a movie too long as long as it takes your it keeps your interest the whole time, right? So a podcast, so a po- I think you say, a no, I said movie, <laughs> but it's the same. Let me land the plane here, Ryan. The same same principle applies to a podcast, right? Like, if it's not, um, we're gonna call this our Halloween spectacular, but really, it's not. Like, if it if the podcast keeps your interest the whole time, then it's never too long. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, that movie was too long. That just means you didn't like you the didn't movie. like the movie. Yeah. I, I I hope I kicked it with you guys. You know. Pretty great. I mean, you've had some fantastic guests. I mean, Kane's a great orator. I mean, you had Scott I, on I'm a week ago because I'm, he's my brother. But like, Kane, Kane's episode was the funniest episode to me. But I've literally spent like half my life trying to be as funny as I think he is. So that's on me. That's an internal problem that I have. Kane, Kane I was, was awesome. Yeah, Kane was awesome. Uh, I mean, he has bullshit opinions about Pacific Rim, and I've told him that. Such bullshit. So. Scott was great. Like he. Uh, Scott was awesome. I really appreciate that. Emma even killed it. Like, yeah, we've had some really good guests. Emma fucking dunked on us. Emma was like, you guys have like 15 <laughs> bits that you never do. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? No. You're a guest. You know what I'm happy about? Nobody nobody dunked on me. Nobody slammed me. I was I was just kind of floating in the wind there for a quick second and just hanging out with you guys, which felt incredible. Man, I truly know so little about your life now that I couldn't slam you if I wanted to. Uh... Uh, 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 Western Australia? You couldn't even go the Eastern Australia? This this fucking guy. No, those right? those guys are all right? fucking shut down, baby. We're we're in the best place on the fucking planet right now. It's yeah, uh, Brisbane's Alberta's, Brisbane's kind of shit show for COVID right now. Holy shit! Yeah, we're we're a people divided, and it's heartbreaking. Um, I don't know how much of the, we're gonna cut this, right? We're just bullshitting right <laughs> no, now. No, this is the bonus content. <laughs> we're just we're just we're just talking now, raw, baby. Unfiltered. <laughs> Yes, normally, hey, FYI for the listeners, normally I'm heavily filtered, as you can tell through the highly <laughs> curated podcast super, listens. But now you're getting raw, unfiltered, Ryan. I want to um, hear a good white claw crack on that, on that side. I'm going to go get a new white claw. I'll be right back. Uh, Tuck, <laughs> just vamp for 45 seconds. Tuck, you got it. You can do it. Tuck, how are you doing? doing? How, are the, how, are the, how are the boys? They're good, man. Yeah, and you uh, you're loving the dad life then? Oh, it's incredible. Good. And and yeah. thank you guys for you know accommodating me. And uh, life's pretty fucking sweet down here, so I've got nothing to complain about uh, compared to you guys. Matt, 
something that has nothing to do with politics is how scary the movie Hereditary is. And for anybody who's curious why I said that, it's because we just cut 30 minutes of a heated political debate. Have you seen Hereditary? How bad did it scar you mentally? Tuck, you didn't watch it. I'm going to watch it. was I I'm right watch telling it. him not to do watch it? it. I'm going to do it. Uh, you know what, Tuck? There's going to be a few moments that kind of shiver your bones, but... I don't think Hereditary is that scary. I don't think Midsommar is that scary. I think they're Midsummer's very, not as scary as Hereditary. I think they're Can you very give me a movie that you movies. think is oh good movies? Can you give me a movie that's scarier than Hereditary? The, uh, give you give a movie me two that's scarier than Hereditary that I haven't mentioned already in the podcast at some yeah, point. Well, yeah. Or if you have mentioned it, like you think Hereditary, I'm saying Hereditary, maybe the scariest movie I've ever seen. Okay, Ryan, top wait, list. time up, time up. Because this is bonus content. No, no, actually, don't cut it. Don't cut it. Because this is bonus content, I'm going to watch anybody that listens to this. If we get like 12 12 tweets or direct messages or Instagrams about, I heard the bonus content, I'll watch Hereditary. If we get 50, I'll watch uh, whatever movie Matt's about to suggest. Yes. Okay. So, one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. And just chatting with you guys, it's probably not going to hold up as a fantastic film or a fantastic scary movie, but I want to talk about In the Mouth of Madness. And I oh okay, I don't believe I talked about it in You're the. You're familiar pod. with this? I'm familiar. Talk, you don't know this? No. Matt hit us with it. Okay, so it's uh, I believe it was John Carpenter who who had a big hand in it. And when Ryan talks about breaking the fourth wall with. Uh, New Nightmare and the kind of Wes Craven stuff. I feel like this kind of breaks a third and a half wall. Not quite the same <laughs> way, but it's uh, Sam Neill, fantastic Australian actor. Love him. Um, Love him. Tuck would know him from such films as Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Oh, he's um, the creepy dude in Peaky Blinders. Exactly. It's not a creepy dude. He's a law enforcement officer who happens to be fucking bent in a little bit of a way. Uh, well, Francis it's... Bay's in it. The uh, <laughs> mom in uh, the mom from uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, the exactly. Grandma. Yeah. So, You're welcome so, to my world now. <laughs> so this this was early '90s, and it was kind of we're coming out of practical effects. We're we're moving into different genres, and it's it's a weird John Carpenter look at the horror genre in in a whole. So it's about a writer. Sutter Kane, and you can equate that to Stephen King, who kind of goes missing. And Sam Neill is hired as a private detective to go find him. And all these kind of Sutter Kane, quotation marks, Stephen King novels are kind of coming to life. And the way Stephen King or, you know, anybody sets their world in a fictitious town, this Sam Neill character finds that fictitious town. And he's just a regular PI, and he's trying to find what happened to this author. And it has this amazing kind of thread through it where it's kind of a bit taut, a bit tension, and then it kind of spirals into practical John Carpenter effects all the way to the end where he finally finds the writer who's writing his final story, spoiler alert, and it kind of opens up into this Lovecraftian... Cthulhu kind of some real Cthulhu shit. Yeah, kind Cthulhu. of Cthulhu. What's that? I don't know if I can properly describe Cthulhu. <laughs> we, if I'm being honest, it's a completely different episode, Tuck. 
But it is it's kind of like these ancient ones have been whispering in this writer's oh, ear, saying literally Cthulhu thing. is like an that's indescribable horror. Yeah. yeah. So if anybody Cthulhu? out there is still yeah. listening, uh, in the mouth of madness, it, it might not hold up, but I think it's just an so amazingly fantastic movie. Sutter Kane. Nice. It's good. That's Sutter good. Kane's good uh, played by Jurgen Prochnow. Yeah. Who is also? I to- he's on IMDb, Matt. I told you he loves it. <laughs> you, know, you know who he is? Baron von Wolfenstein from Beer Fest, Ryan. From Beer Fest. Very fun. This is the most fun segment we have. Yeah, when when Act- when you watch that movie, his hair is going to be a lot darker. It's not as white as it is in the Broken Lizards Beer Fest tuck. Thank you for. Beer Fest is fun. I thank like you for Beer looking Fest. that up. Yeah, I love Beer Fest too. This is what I do during scary movies: is just Google things that they're not in to remind me that it's hey, it's a movie. You Tuck, moron. is there something that I feel bad? I feel bad that you 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 might try to watch Hereditary and you might try to watch uh, In the Mouth no, of Madness. I watch them. I very much. I, is there something that you want to make me watch that you think that I probably don't want to watch? I thought about just this just to try to even it out. No, I was thought about this because like we talked to uh, actually our listener, um, Kara B on uh, Instagram. She she was like, oh, I just challenge, like, talk watching scary movies is maybe think, oh, maybe you're going to make me watch Tom Cruise movies because she has the <laughs> yeah. famous probably scrub now voicemail about how awful <laughs> Tom Cruise hates, is. She fucking hates Tom Cruise. And one. I was it's like, fantastic. And I hates suggested, him. hey, you should watch Jerry Maguire. And she's like, I've never seen it. I was like, Jerry Maguire is a legit good movie because, like, I don't <laughs> like, I don't like any Selbegger <laughs> and I like that movie. No, I think um, cocktail's good. Like, there's a lot of early risky cocktail. business. I, risky first business. off, I think Jerry Maguire is a fantastic film. Yeah, I think cocktails might be one of the funnest '80s romps of all time. My favorite thing about cocktail is how bad the editing is, and if you watch the length of Tom Cruise's hair, it just changes drastically from scene to scene. No, it, I it's notice it's, that. it's a bit of a mess. But that scene where he gets hit in the head with the cash register is like, yep. I want a Cuba Libre. I want a Cuba Libre. Why couldn't you just tell me it was a fucking rum and coke? And then another yeah. fantastic Australian actor flips him a fucking book and says, get with it, bud. That, uh, I can't remember that guy's name, but he was in FX too, and that movie rules. No, exactly. That's why oh, I said I like another fantastic show. actor, because I couldn't remember his name as well. The FX TV show, you remember that? I think it had the guy from Prison Break in it. Um, <laughs> which hold on, which guy from Prison? One Break? of the guys from Prison Break is also Australian. Not the Australian Dominic guy. Something or other. Dominic, that guy. Yeah, he was in FX, I think. Yeah, um, we almost we almost had him in the uh, Chuck Hank movie. The um, <laughs> my yes. favorite my favorite scene in Cocktail is definitely the umbrella scene, like when yeah. he's like, or um, talking about the shoelace things, shoelace things, and he's like, "This is this has got to be our idea. It's got to be your cocktail umbrella." And he's like, that's what's going to make you the money. That's what I think about every time I think about coming up with like a stupid idea. But uh, yeah. Similar, I always think about having sex with Elizabeth Shue. So like, very close, right next to it. She Elizabeth Shue. She have, you, have you guys, uh, quick question, have you guys seen Hamlet 2? <laughs> what? No. Have you guys uh, seen what? Hamlet 2 starring Steve Coogan? Elizabeth Shue's in it. Maybe no, my, my yes, if, if you want a crispier yeah. gem than any other gem ever, watch Hamlet 2, starring Steve Coogan. A little bit of Elizabeth Shoe kind of shoe, shoehorned in there. Hamlet 2. It's the funniest movie you'll ever fucking see in your entire life. Also, That's a pretty bold claim. No, it's it's very... I think I've seen it. I think I can remember this. Also, Dominic was not in FX this year. Just throwing it out there to correct myself. 
Um, yeah, it was because FX was a series from the early 90s. So, I'm not sure he was fucking born but, but, yet. But, but, but back up, back up, Ryan. Is there movies that I think you should watch that you would not enjoy? No, because yeah. we've talked about this. We've talked about, like, we I pitched an idea for a show or an episode about uh, guilty pleasures, like movies that you feel guilty about enjoying or whatever. And you're like, look, if I watch a movie, I'm going to enjoy it no matter what it is, or I'm not going to enjoy it, but I'm not going to be ashamed of it. And I'm like, okay, well, there's literally nothing I can give this guy to watch that I'm like, he's going to hate watching. Like, I'm not going to well, force him no. to expand his boundaries. Like, I could give you a bunch of musicals, but you're probably just like, I don't like singing. What about like a do but it? What, what like about I a four-hour documentary on coins? I gave you a scary movie, and you hate scary movies. You, you watched Russian. Musical, you musicals. watched Russian Ark. Like, yeah, there's literally nothing I can give you that I'm like. Okay, hold on a second. Not, that like, that movie wasn't that bad. Was that the one where the, was that the one where they all yeah, came alive that's not in true. the museum that's not true. kind they of thing? The Russian museum is yeah. one shot. That, that, that movie that is wasn't brutal. That bad. Fuck off. <laughs> Look, why, here's, here's why do you guys even have me on? I had to tell you to fuck off. <laughs> I can't tell Tuck to fuck off. We got to do another episode next week. Look, you tell you me guys to fuck off all the time. Yeah, well, you know, Fincher, David Fincher just is it, it released a trailer for his new movie, uh, Mank. Have you guys seen this? Not no. yet. It you is wanna, a. Do you want to watch it? Do you want to watch it? Live? <laughs> no. Here's the <laughs> thing. It. Here's, Let's it's, a, do it. it's 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 a black and white movie with Gary Oldman starring as Mank, who's a writer who worked for like. Fucking Commissioner William Gordon? Randolph Hearst and like doing Orson Welles movies. Like this movie was created scientifically in a lab to be the least interesting movie to me of all time. <laughs> I love it. So, I want to watch yeah, it like, right that's now. The thing, like what? I don't know, Ryan. Like musicals, sure, but musicals are just great. Like I don't. Ryan, really yeah. Ryan, them. you don't like musicals. I like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical did, episode. Did you watch Les Mis? Did you, have you watched? No. Nope. Oh, I haven't Butler seen Les Mis. Fucking. I've seen Les Mis Phantom. on theater. Nope. Oh, Tuck. I I've love, seen. I love Les Mis live. Les Mis is the, the best. Oh. And uh, I've seen Phantom of the Opera in theater. Oh, yes. theater is the best. Okay, I got a question for you, Ryan. Have you, uh, like, obviously not COVID times, but like, what's your opinion on uh, film, like stage, stage acting? Uh, I saw um, Book of Mormon. I really liked it. Oh, that was fantastic. That's a musical. Yeah. Like, that is so good. Actually, fun fact about Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they're huge musical guys. Of course they are. This is essentially EGOTs. where South Park EGOT. comes from. They're Did you satir- guys know that? They're satirists. Oh, they, yeah. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, fan. Tony. The EGOT. Yeah. The EGOT. They've got the EGOT. Which was a whole storyline on Thirty Rock, which is a surprisingly underrated show. Yeah, underrates Thirty Rock. I, I, I like it. It's not my favorite. Mosey's underrating it right now. It's 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 okay. It's not it's not my favorite thirty minute. The best reoccurring bit on Thirty Rock is when they basically are making fun of how big these corporations are, and NBC is owned by yes, GE. Yes, it's like GE's like microwave decision. Yeah, but, but, so but that's like, my hurt. biggest my biggest problem with Thirty Rock is it's not obvious to everybody that. Lauren Michaels is Baldwin, and Tina Fey is just playing the head writer of SNL. So yeah, and, and, and yeah, that's that's what that's, it is. Yeah, but yeah. but it's it's not nobody gets that. I mean, who doesn't get that? I don't. Everybody idiots. gets that. I don't think anybody so, gets it. The um, that's why Thirty Rock didn't get as much love is because you know it's network TV and people expect people don't go smart, right? We talked about this. The best part is is like my. 
my company, the company I work for is doing this Six Sigma training. And I'm like, are we going to get 630 black belts? And like, I'm quoting, I'm quoting Alec Baldwin <laughs> during 30 Rock and nobody gets it. Like, and then it's like, <laughs> like, if you go for lunch and have a couple of drinks, it's like, oh, I feel kind of drunk. No, no, Lemon, you're business drunk. That's different. <laughs> Well, is that not the Alberta way? Is that not the... No, we... Uh, I don't go back to work after I have a couple of drinks because that's not hmm. our policy, but... Um, well, so, yeah. Ryan, I know Ryan does because he, he, he works from home now, so he's just... I work from home. I've worked from home for a long time. Um, no, I... Uh, 30 Rock's great. What's your favorite 30 minute? You mentioned that. What's your favorite 30 minute? Uh, right now, I'm ripping a lot of New Girl. Oh, that's oh, yeah. great! Yeah, New Girl's great. Play some True American. And yeah, oh, True oh, American, yeah, fantastic. Love to do that. But I think it harkens back to something you guys talked about earlier, where it's it's not necessarily as scripted as Seinfeld as as TV shows used to be. It's just single camera people riffing. You take the best parts and you mash it together. So there there's a little bit of a disconnect there, but. Yeah, you know, give me give me a little a thirty minute episode of New Girl with Schmidt going Schmidt, and I do believe at the end of the day I am Nick Miller embodied. You are Nick as, Miller. As, You're one hundred percent Nick Miller. Uh, I'm the Schmidt. I, I think it's fantastic. I'm the oh, Schmidt. Tuck here's Schmidt for sure. So, um, so make me Zoe de Chanel. Yeah, you New Girl. Sorry, damn. Bud. It's okay. It's twenty twenty. Hey, uh, do you think so? Seinfeld was scripted because I love a good thirty minutes of Seinfeld. Love it. Yeah, uh, I think Seinfeld with Seinfeld and Larry David and all the writers on that show, I think that it was more scripted than any other show out there. Actually, fun story. Actually, I saw this on Instagram about the uh, about the the monologue with the the marine biologist. Yeah, pulled this out of the the blowhole of the beast. Titleist. <laughs> they wrote that. They wrote that the uh, the night before. And they gave it to Jason Alexander the morning of, and that was a single take. Yeah, and and they said, and, and Jerry's reaction, the whole thing was was <laughs> real. Like that that scene, the one of the most iconic scenes. It was all very organic, and I think that's what. So Seinfeld does that unintentionally. Like they did it based off good writing, but then that led to How I Met Your Mother. That led to the Friends. That led to all of that. Like they were pioneering that sort of you know, take the best shot kind of sitcom. Hey, additional fun, additional fun fact, Jerry Seinfeld dated a teenager. Oh, wait, that's not fun at all. He fucking sucks. No, this is a oh, Jewish really? guy from New York. That's oh, the, that's the Woody sure. Allen way. Uh, I really like Seinfeld. You can still enjoy Seinfeld. You just have to vocally okay. admit that Seinfeld himself sucks shit. Yeah, no, well, I of think course. dating a teenager is not a good move at all, so... It's fine if you also are a teenager. I think Woody Allen did that in Manhattan or Woody Allen married his stepdaughter though. That was was, yeah. Woody Allen's fucking. fucking, He was he was dating Mariel Hemingway who was sixteen as as a character in the movie and probably sixteen in real life. I mean that was was a slight weird history of that and like rock musicians and shit like that. Like yeah, didn't Aerosmith Steven did Tyler like yep. legally adopt his yep. girlfriend so that he could take her on tour? Yeah, it was fucked up. Aerosmith Jesus. did some fucked up shit. Welcome to 2020. It's not going to um, be like that anymore. No, good. 
shouldn't be. Good, shouldn't good. Be shouldn't be. Do you, guys, do you guys want to talk about movies for a second? Yep. We yep. were just talking about Seinfeld. All right. Ryan, Let's talk about the B movie. Ryan, uh, I'm going to interject here real quick. And do I it. know you've seen this I film. I dare you. you I'm fucking not coward. quite sure uh, that my cowardice will preempt Tuck. Manhunter. Can we talk about fucking Michael Mann's Manhunter for a second? Oh, is that a prequel to um, Silence of the Lambs? It's not. A, right? It's not a prequel. It was. Well, it it's was in the, the same. It's first, based on the same novel. It was the a, first adaptation of Red Dragon. It's, yeah, I have not seen it. Actually. Oh fuck off! Oh. Yeah, I, I suck. I quoted your opinion. But I on knew it what it was to a buddy, and he'd seen it, and he said, "Yeah, it's just exactly it. It's perfect. Like great eighties. Yeah. Oh, it's it's incredible. Where uh how can how can i put this 80s flash manhunter 90s grit silence of the lambs you can see a shift from a decade to decade when you watch manhunter and then watch silence of the lambs right after you can see this kind of gray overtone wash over silence of the lambs which i'm pretty sure won best picture and jodie foster is incredible in it and Whoever played yeah, Buffalo Bill is absolutely fantastic. But go he back puts and watch. The lotion on. Oh, yeah. He puts the lotion on the skin. Oh, that was too skin. good. That, that was very good. You go back and watch Manhunter because okay. it's it's Michael Mann, and I know Tuck's talked about Michael Mann's Two bucks. Burns before, and, and Tuck, you will be absolutely blown away by the color. The pacing, the music—it's—it's it's more '80s synth so than it's anything you've ever seen. Two bucks on Apple TV. I'm gonna watch this this weekend. Yeah, do it, and and just send me a text outside of the pod because I just want you to see it. It 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 cre- it created CSI. It created the the genre. Criminal Minds. Which oh, CSI? Easy. Oh, it, New York, Las Vegas. The first, Miami. the first one. And William Peterson is William Peterson is in both. He the lead from oh, CSI plays Grissom? the lead. Yeah. He plays really? the lead in Manhunter. You oh, will right. shit your fucking pants. Actually, okay, I'm gonna No no, we're not <laughs> no, cutting that. Literally that's it. Literally shit your pants. Literally shit your pants. What no. did you do with the shitty pants? No, I didn't actually shit my pants. I literally I've shit my pants. I've sat in my I've sat in my pee pants all day. I'll come at you like a fucking spider monkey, old man. Do you know what that's from, Ryan? Yeah, um, Talladega. Talladega Nights. Okay, it wasn't. Didn't land. Maybe somebody <laughs> will laugh. I I no. picture Jesus as a sweet little baby Jesus. That's what. <laughs> when he I want to picture mind. my Jesus, my Jesus is standing in the front row of a Leonard Skinner contest, a concert, and he has a tuxedo T-shirt on because he wants to be fancy, but not too fancy. And like angel wings, and God angel. bless, God bless KFC God and Powerade. <laughs> um, so actually this leads into i've tried to make this point and this is the perfect episode to make this point on matt because it's bonus content are we still on the episode yeah Fuck, i think it's bonus knows? content it. ryan's gonna cut whatever he wants to cut but this um i was watching uh fuck, what is that shitty movie with uh diane lane in the website uh, oh fbi Ooh, untraceable uh, colin hanks colin hanks untraceable yeah Oh, so Traceable came out. Like, is, is that where he has all the cameras? Yeah, it's like 2008, I think, is when Untraceable came out. 
Yeah, it's like the Saw was really popular, and they're like, "What well, we can do that's can like legally enough, up? like Saw, that we can put out with a big suit." Yeah, and I watched it, and I was like, "This is like it's a sh- it's kind of a shitty movie, but it's also like this is an hour long TV show. Like that's what." So when you're saying Manhunter was the prequel to CSI, like all of these you know gritty thriller movies that used to be two hour epics just became hour-long TV shows. And that, oh, of course. That police, that police procedural drama, all that stuff, like things that you used to watch as a full movie just became Law & Order SVU or CSI New York or whatever, right? Yeah, like, the and, and first of all, it became it cut an Law & Order movie to begin out. with. And, yeah. and, and that's what happened when cameras moved from big stationary film cameras to, oh, shit, we can shoot this stuff. And we can just Whoa. make it an hour long, and then that's, writers start pumping out. Fact. Can I can yeah. I also allude to the fact that I believe Donald Trump became president because of a Ugh. writer's strike? Yes. Uh, so yep. uh, right. it might have been. Let's go it, down this rabbit hole. It might have been 2007 that the Hollywood writers just struck, and they said, "We're not writing TV shows. We're not writing movies. You're not paying us enough." You guys are getting this much on the back end. We're just going to stop writing. And you can exactly correlate. Sorry, did I correlate? say correlate? Correlate that correlate, to the yeah. rise of reality TV. And that was almost the exact year that The Apprentice came on. Because what what don't you need in a reality TV show? Writers. Writers, writers yeah. baby. You ju- Fuck them. You, you Fuck sh- those writers. Shoot it and poop it. It's that's it, and then the producer can cut whatever they want. I believe that the Hollywood writers' strike led to the rise of Donald Trump, because without that, The Apprentice wouldn't have been as big as it was, and wouldn't have led to his cult of personality beyond what his cult of personality already was. And now he's the president of the United fucking States. So writers, get fucking writing. Don't worry about the money and just fucking don't go on strike ever again because you fucked up America. It wasn't the first reality show though, right? Like uh No, Survivor Big was. Big Brother? No, yeah, Survivor. Survivor was. No, Survivor was came along. The then The Apprentice, right? Do you guys remember Joe Millionaire? I do. Yeah. yeah. What that is going next on? Level. Next level. That show was next level. For our listeners, Joe Millionaire was like basically like The Bachelor. But they told all the the contestants, like, hey, you're on the show to possibly be one of the people that that this millionaire marries. He's super rich, and he wants to marry somebody, and it could be you. But it turns out he was just like a regular dude. He was a construction worker. And they they didn't tell them that to the very end, and it was fucking spectacular. I I still like The Bachelor, which I know I'm the problem. No, no, no. First off, you're not the problem. In Australia, we have... The Bachelor, we have The Bachelor Australia. We have Married at First wow, Sight, listen. where you get married on the first episode. Oh. You have oh, Jesus. Farmer Wants a Wife, one of my faves. Yeah. Where, what? Well, yeah. if, if you think about it, and Tuck, this kind of harkens back to some of the right-wing stuff we were talking about earlier, not putting you <laughs> in that bag. It's all been cut. Deleted. Nobody's heard about it. If you, if you got a successful farm, you're turning over tons of cash. I mean, you're making bank. And you're just all alone out in your own farmhouse. Guess what? Farmer wants a wife. Wow. And it's a reality wow. show down here. 
And those guys make millions. And it's just, it's fucking, anything you can exploit, anything you can extract, they're going to pounce on it. Charlotte and I did watch an Australian reality show that was about people that have like Airbnbs that they rent out. We've got this place and we rent it out and then they were like raiding them and remodeling them and stuff. And it was a pretty intense. People got vicious. Oh, it's they had to go all stay at their each of their be Airbnbs. Yeah, they like some of them are real fucking dickheads. They have to bounce around and kind of rate the stuff. That's that's Australia. We have our own self-contained shit factory. When it, when, it, when it comes to reality TV. Uh, because you, you don't get all the shit coming from North America. You get a lot of the shit coming from Britain. But they're like, hey, how can we produce our own fucking shit? And you guys should probably cut all this stuff. I'm just rambling And you know what? Now. Speaking of reality, uh, my laptop is literally about to die. So this might be a time that we so, have to wrap up. Even the bonus content. Actually, um unreal the tv series is awesome like uh oh, unreal is incredible a, yeah it was it's about it's like a bachelor-esque series that uh they is produced by a former bachelor uh producer yeah. yeah i loved i loved unreal the bachelor series was fine it was good but the problem was is that there was like a bunch of sexual assaults on bachelor oh, Paradise, yeah. and they didn't Not do great. anything about it so like nope. that Awful. is why the bachelor sucks beyond that the premise of the show is like entertaining and like kind of fucked love. up but like yeah. no, more than it's, any other reality it's television not show. less Trying entertaining and fucked up than anything else it's a nightmare exactly yeah so ryan you calling it yeah i gotta call it my battery's gonna die so i gotta call it sorry guys yeah. didn't didn't mean to run down your batteries oh no i wanted to this is a delight i would mostly i would literally do this every week <laughs> give me a call babe. yeah i would i would too so mostly we'll bring it back on Okay, so Mosley, go to eight. Uh, uh, bonus contents over. Everybody, fuck off. Go to sleep. That's where I'm gonna cut it. I'm gonna cut it there.